He's not right. You don't need him. We got the cue. That's it. The start queue. the show. Do started. it. He pointed at us. So if we point us, we got to start. Episode 382. <laughs> yeah, right. It's pretty exciting. We got a lot of, we're kind of going to indie this week. We are going to go very indie yeah. this week. Kung Fu Yoga, The Last Dalai Lama, and Ingrid Goes West. Total indie yeah. lineup. Yeah. Is that because they, the studios released a bunch of bullshit that none of us wanted to see? Mm, partially, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, they're to blame, really. I've it's not us. Blame the studio for everything. Yeah. I'm going to blame them for everything <laughs> that's going on in my life currently. <laughs> um, well, my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds podcast. We'll be discussing new releases. Uh, some DVD releases, some trailers, and uh, talk about upcoming films as well. Yeah, this is if you're new to the show, that's what we do. We we record and release on uh, Tuesdays, so we cover movies that kind of just came out this past weekend and mm-hmm. what else is going on. And uh, unless you know, there's like Graham said, there's nothing either of us wanted to see <laughs> over the weekend. Then we uh, <laughs> we look elsewhere for our films. Yeah. And when I see uh, something about the Dalai Lama in an indie theater, I'm in. Yes, of course. It's like, how long was I going to have to wait for this? (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Yeah, weird. I was like, you know, you couldn't get reserved seating at this theater. I need a movie set in Tibet that also has George Bush in it. And where else are you going to get that? Except in an indie movie An indie movie at an indie art house with there's just only older... Older, gentle folk. Old, older gentle folk. Yeah. <laughs> older citizens of the world um, watching it going, that was fantastic. So, well, it's very exciting. We can announce the release date for earbuds That's now. right, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Suck it. Fuck, here it comes, <laughs> motherfucker. September 12th, Earbuds, yes. the podcasting documentary. You're going to be able to get it everywhere. 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 Now, not just iTunes, but also- uh, Google Play. Google Play, DirecTV, um, Comcast- uh, Time Warner Cable, everywhere it will be BLD. available. Yeah, so, you know, we occasionally would get an email and we're like, oh, your store's too hard to figure out. Now you don't have to. Right. It's going to be right on your uh, um, right on your your TV, All that Grandpa. time. Yeah, old man. I know a download link from an email is like, how do I figure this? Out. It's I understand. really weird. And yeah. I'm trying to download a giant file onto my you know, Apple Watch. How come yes. this isn't working? <laughs> so you don't have to deal with any of that. No. You can... And you know, it'll be nice and easy with iTunes. Then uh, you can get it right there. So all the platforms that you're used to, where it's just one click, you can get it there. You like to just sit at your house and VOD mm-hmm. some shit? Yep. We're going to VOD some earbuds, so we're yeah. going to be in your living room. Yep, so do it. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you were uh, if you were waiting for, like, because, you know, like I said, you know, some of you, your your iTunes, you know, snobs. You have to buy everything <laughs> on iTunes. We understand Amazon, it's going to be everywhere, or like I said, in the, on the cable companies, too. So we're really excited to get this movie in wide release, and uh, we're really excited for you guys to see it if you haven't already. Yeah, and uh, of course, they got a, you know, Comedy Dynamics, the distributor has a fancy PR firm, so we're going to be mm-hmm. running around doing fancy PR. You'll hear us running our yaps on uh, some of your other favorite podcasts we're, as well. Yeah, I can't wait. 
This is a kind of our second round of release podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll be on Doug Loves Movies, and a bunch of dicks on Reddit will complain. So it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> Doesn't that happen every time? They're such cocks. <laughs> like, that's really what you want to... I don't know. There's Nazis driving cars into people, and they're fucking about to have a, a nuclear war with North Korea. But, but yeah, that's let's, not what irritates me. It irritates me that you're on Doug Loves yeah, Movies Yeah, let's bitch about a free movie podcast that I just... Get, that I could maybe just skip or not be such a <laughs> cocksucker about. Um, so let's introduce our guest. Nope. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not even on Reddit. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is a comic that I worked with in Vegas two years ago. Yeah. Year, two uh, years ago? I mm-hmm. think so. Um, it's been a while. And uh, uh, since that time, the Las Vegas improv is closed. <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Uh, very for fun. years. Sorry yeah. to see that one go. Oh, I was such a. I've worked at club for eighteen years. Yeah, they were really good like, to me. Yeah, was like one of the first places I started working me on the road. Mm-hmm. Right, same yeah. year when I yep. like in nineteen. 19- there four times a year. I was there. That's like a lot of Vegas. Yeah, I was Four like weeks. that too. She, mm-hmm. I was like one of her go tos for fallouts too. Mm-hmm. It's like someone would cancel. Yeah, it was nice. I mean. Yeah. I complained while I was there, sure. I was like, oh, this well, cafeteria normal, food. Yeah. <laughs> six yeah. days, but I miss yes. it. <laughs> I'm sorry I complained. <laughs> I miss six days of, woo! People just walking through ding, the ding, casino. Ding, 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 I need a nap. <laughs> the smell of fucking vomit. I oh, yeah, that. just vomit and cigarettes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I miss that. I yeah. do miss that. I was just in the club. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about my room. Yeah, it's my room. It's just there's just a, a whole a quiver of yards of of margaritas holsters or whatever those like yards of beers they would sell. Mar- those weird. I just pictured a margarita holster like a gunslinger. They probably would have be that. Wearing. Well, you know those people would always wear them around their shoulder like Ronin. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the guitars you could drink out of. It's yes. like all right, enough. We get it. Yeah. You're fun. <laughs> By the way, folks, that's Jessica Michelle Singleton. That's Hi. Her, that's who she is. You Thanks have a podcast. For do. It's called, it called Ignorance is Hashtag Blessed. Ignorance is Blessed. <laughs> uh, it's as stupid as it sounds. So it's me asking people stupid questions. Stupid questions. Wow. Stupid questions about their life. It's it's uh, semi-educational. That's a stupid question. It's a stupid. <laughs> it's a fake Italian podcast. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. So, Hashtag blessed. Yeah, <laughs> the internet. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't talk a shit on you for Reddit. <laughs> never, I never would. I don't know how to use it. I'm like an old man when it comes to Reddit. No, no, you're just not a fucking asshole. That's true. That's the only thing. You just don't waste your time being a dick and hiding yeah. behind an avatar because you're, you're right. a bitch. I'll say it to your face. Yeah, please. You're terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just come up to <laughs> you just say, Graham, listen to you on this Douglas movie's awful. Awful. Yeah. Awful. And I need to tell you. Not a yes. fan. <laughs> I can't change the world, so I'm just going to complain about I you. I don't have displaced anger about my shitty life, so yeah. I'm <laughs> This thinking, isn't about me. No, no. I'm fine. My parents hugged me. I don't hate myself because I'm in a basement whacking off into a sock. No, I'm <laughs> going to give you I the love truth. this sock. <laughs> well, I think the takeaway here is... Graham, I hope you've learned your lesson. Yeah. It is my fault. How Everything, dare you? I've been hearing that a lot lately. <laughs> Everything's my fault, apparently. I didn't realize this. Here I was thinking I was great. <laughs> oh, you're the best. I love you. You're awesome. Turns out, no. Um, yes! Why is Aaron playing this? Yeah. Oh, no. We're playing oh, no. YouTube. Some guy's going nuts. Oh, that no. was crazy. Turn it off. Uh, I want to hear what you this have to say about it. This is Steve. This Lewis. is it? This is not me. Oh, my God. That's you guys were being infiltrated by technology. All right. See? Well, I'm scared. All you right. should be. That's just a reminder that there are far worse things than uh, 
you on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> or at least just that one thing. <laughs> so. All right, well, let's, uh, let's get into some movies. Let's Yay. get into some movies. Let's, let's do it. I want to start with Kung Fu Yoga. You saw this. I saw the entire God thing. bless you, sir. Yeah, was I saw it in the theater or was it? Oh, this was on demand. Oh, cool. On yeah, de- was on was demand. anyone really demanding it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, you know. I demand it. In, I demand in, Kung Fu Yoga. In this country, I'm not sure. It's, in, it's, it's an interesting title, Kung Fu Yoga, because it has very little to do with either. Oh. Um, this is the Jackie Chan movie that we uh, we saw with Rick Myers. Oh, wow. We saw a clip of it uh, at the Kung Fu movie extravaganza at Comic-Con. That's what he's been doing. And uh, so, The actual title, I believe, is Gung Fu Yajia. Of, of course it is, yes. Uh, oh. And apparently it's a sequel to <laughs> The Myth, where Jackie Chan plays an archaeologist, Jack, in both movies. The movie is it's a clear um, ripoff of... Like basically, it's, it's Indiana Jones. There's even another character. His, his sidekick is called Jones in the movie. Oh wow! So it's like they don't even try to to hide the fact that they're just they're taking elements of Indiana Jones, Jones. the physician. Yes, <laughs> Jones the physician, come here. So, but what was hashtag the, blessed? Yeah. Jones the physician. <laughs> What was most frustrating about this movie was it was in multiple languages. Like oh. some, some of it was in English. Oh, did you have to read? Some of it was in Chinese. Ugh. But but it was like, I don't mind reading subtitles, but I don't like going back and forth. Yeah. It's like I either I'm set to read subtitles or it's in English. So it was weird <laughs> where it was half and half. Like it would it would keep switching back yeah, and words and a mouth just keep flipping you out. Yes. Yeah. When they switch back and forth. Yes. Because it was the same characters, like Jackie Chan or all the other Chinese characters would either speak in Chinese or then they would just start speaking Randomly in English. Randomly speaking English. And it was literally random. It was like that. It was like, well, why? what makes them speak in English now and then why in Chinese now? So This is Chinese propaganda to be like, look, we all know both languages. Yes. It's a shame, dumb Americans. <laughs> Which we should Well, now be. it We're makes sense. We're a country in the yeah. worst country in the world. Yeah, yeah now, now it makes more sense. Can, yeah. I, can I make this request, though, um, to Frank Pulaski that edits our YouTube videos? Can you subtitle what Chris is saying? periodically and just see what people's reactions are <laughs> just people in the comment yeah. section can go oh i didn't mind that or chris yeah. is right it's mad yes yeah, it's, it's just going back and forth it's insane it's uh <laughs> but, you know pick a language pick a team start playing you know that's it it's uh, see yeah <laughs> so that's all you have to do just a, is a mi amigo yeah. so that was so this uh, is, with certainty my th- this is interesting like they tried to mix that's up all he knows uh Indian culture with uh, Chinese culture. Mm-mm, mixing and, and mingling, not into it. Yeah, and you know what? It, it kind of failed on both levels. <laughs> I don't want non with work. my Kung Pao chicken. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not no. into fusion movies. Here, here's the... <laughs> Unfortunately, this movie, it was not a low-budget movie. This oh, was no. something like a $65 million budget, something like cra- something crazy like that. I don't know if you, if you pull it up. Yeah, you're right. Yoga. $65 million 65 was the million. estimated budget. So um, it was not a cheap movie to make because it had everything. It had martial arts. It had car chases. It had uh, a CG lion in the car with Jackie what? Chan. <laughs> like it was like there was, like, there was a- um, Did the lion say, I'm getting too old for this yes. shit? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. It had that expression. Uh, uh, there was uh, CG hyenas, and there was an escape from them. So it had all these. It had all hyenas. these weird. It had all these weird elements to it. Like you know, this is like an action Where does this adventure take place? movie. It takes place uh, Baltimore. Uh, yeah, Baltimore, <laughs> India, Dubai, and uh, I think. Partly in China too. It definitely it, it country hopped. I want to sure. know where hyenas are from because well, I feel like they um, shouldn't have been there. They were definitely in the <laughs> India part. Uh, 
but it okay. was so it was like a cope financed by like the Chinese government and then like oil sheiks or something it, like that. It, so it was co- I don't know where <laughs> the money came from, but it had to have some Chinese government money in yeah. it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was a co-production between um, an Indian company too, because at the end, big Bollywood musical number, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> which we. I mean, actually, I have no problems with good. Bollywood musical numbers, yeah. but that seems so random. It was CG it was, hyenas. It yeah. was CG hyenas. Yeah, it it was completely random. Now here, here's the thing: this movie was it was a kids movie. I mean, there's oh. there's oh. Like, occasionally there's uh, somebody <laughs> well, says shit. Everything. I mean, that's about as 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 okay. uh, edgy as it goes. But what was interesting about it was that it wasn't even like a good, really good kids movie. Like the thing that saved the movie was that Jackie Chan looked like he was having a lot of fun. Like Aww. just doing like some weird fun stunts, uh, you know, some fun scenes, some fun dialogues. Again, driving with a CG line in the back seat was kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, there were some great car crashes, uh, and it had that kind of like. I mean, this was not even a PG thirteen movie. This was PG. This oh, was wow. almost like a Disney movie. So I don't know what the marketing was for it as far as like, you know, where- It was not where for was America. It, yeah. yeah, that I, was, yeah. The marketing was like, yeah. this is this is going to crush in India and China. It really yeah. felt like this was not for an American audience. The, uh, uh, just the fact that Jackie Chan's name will sell it here and make a little bit of money in America, but mainly yeah. this is Chinese and India market for sure. Um, but I didn't realize like it was, he's playing the same character as uh, the myth. Um, he's playing the, arch- the arche- archaeologist Jack in both movies, like we said. Um, so this is the kind of movie where if you're a Jackie Chan fan and you have kids and you want to kind of introduce them to Jackie Chan, like that's like like my son enjoyed it. We so you didn't go. You, so you've got a, like yeah. a seven year old. You don't go right into Super Cop. Right. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, we're we're this movie is also a very long way from the big brawl and Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And even right. those are like you could kind of have your kids see those. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but but this one was really it was almost like a Jackie Chan Disney movie. Oh it man, is really... he going to become like Ice Cube and just get like more and more family friendly? Like... <laughs> you got to hope. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, so likable. Why not? Yeah, it, it was it was that kind of thing where, like, like you said, I don't know where in the American market they were trying to target, but for the most part, <laughs> uh, Jackie Chan. It's just always fun to see him on screen. He's fun. He looked like he was having a blast, even when he was dancing uh, to a big Bollywood musical number. Oh, at it's the worth end. it just for that to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's so... what we watched it when Rick Meyer showed that at the uh, at Comic Con on the panel. That was right. that to me was like I just want to see this. Right, and that's. <laughs> I that, want to put a Bollywood musical at the end of everything. Yeah, it yeah. Was, the end of Dunkirk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a musical. It was definitely the highlight. Everybody's of the movie. dead, and then so, just dancing. So, so it's not it's it's not one of Jackie Chan's best movies. But if you go in understanding that it's a kids movie, that if you want to maybe introduce your kids to Jackie Chan and like a fun martial arts adventure, then this this is a. What it's for. Anything other than that, like if you're looking for a big brawl or even Super Cop or Rumble in the Bronx, it's none of those movies. But again, if you're a Jackie Chan fan, uh, I would actually say it's still a little bit better than Skip Trace, which is the last <laughs> one he made with Johnny Knoxville that went all over the world. Oh, God. It was more, more of a, quote, adult movie, but uh, <laughs> this one was actually a little more fun. Um, and again, CG Lion in the car with Jackie Chan. So there's, right. a, there's a couple fun scenes. You have... Sounds like there's one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Jessica. So you saw Ingrid Goes West. I was. Mm-hmm. We watched the trailer for this. It looks interesting. But what do you think? Uh, and tell us, refresh our memory. What was it about again? Ingrid Goes West is um, 
According to the marketing of the movie, a dark comedy. Starring Audrey Plaza. Yeah, and uh, and Elizabeth Olsen. Aubrey Plaza, Audrey Plaza, my brain. Aubrey? <laughs> the Plaza girl, the yeah. weird girl. Um, yeah. Audrey Plaza plays this kind of kooky, crazy, Not she's like legitimately mentally unwell. Aubrey. I think it is Aubrey. It's Aubrey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it Aubrey? It's Aubrey. Aubrey. Yes. Plaza. Well, that's a... The girl from Legion. You know, the, and the glasses, <laughs> and the, is that Parks and Rec? I don't remember what she's from. She was from, uh, yeah, it was Parks and Rec. Yeah, she plays a crazy person who stalks this girl on Instagram and, like, does all these crazy things to become her friend. Like, these, I mean, she, like, stages these coincidences to become this Instagram celebrity's friend, to put it in a box, I mean, to, to make it easy, I guess. But I found it more dark than comedy. Uh, all the previews, I sort of got weary when all the previews were for, like, scary horror movies, which really aren't my thing. And I was like, oh, no, I've made a terrible choice. Oh. Um, I thought, I didn't, it wasn't for me, uh, but mostly because I was so uncomfortable throughout the whole movie, which is, I think, a real testament to her acting. Like, I was just, she was so creepy and scary, like, single white female that I was like, I want to leave. Oh, my God, I don't want to watch this. Uh, I stayed because I'm too cheap to leave. But uh, oh, it was just so weird. There were a couple moments that I thought were funny, and I consider myself a fairly dark person, but I was just like, this is... So do you feel like you were maybe the trailer sort of set you up for quirky indie comedy, and because it wasn't that, that's sort of why you didn't like it? Or do you think they just didn't execute the film correctly? I think I think it was the first one. I think it's just the way they cut the trailer that I saw made it seem it was a little uh-huh. more kooky, and I was like, oh, I wish I would have had a heads up. I mean, I don't know. Anytime you see someone you expect to be funny, like, you're like I know them from comedic stuff, and then it looks like it's going to be funny, and then to me, when it is less funny than I thought, I just get upset i was like oh well if i would have known it was kind of a psychological thriller (laughs) i would have honestly probably not gone but uh i don't know it was so weird to me how was Aubrey? did it twist at all like was the plot we don't give away spoilers but just um like was there any like because it sounds like a psychological thriller were there any parts where you went oh my god there were a couple parts where like there's another character that makes you go like oh this person's crazy too that kind of thing um Mm. Almost the not twisting that it like oh no she's like you keep waiting for there to be a a justification of like ah you know we all get crazy but it's not that bad and you're like oh god it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> uh, like, well she's at that age oh yeah, no it's like, yeah, she's just you know problem. fun she just wants to be liked and you're like oh god she just keeps diving in. Uh, so it ju- I just think it's worth noting that uh, it's it's a bit of a edge of your seat gives you like anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not. I like really lighthearted, silly comedies. <laughs> like my favorite movies are like Tommy Boy and Heavyweights from like the nineties. I'm like, just show me people like cartwheeling. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> how was Aubrey Plaza though? Since she usually plays in, she's usually in the quirky comedies. How was she as the like lead? You know, she was wing great. Psycho. Oh, okay. As oh, a crazy person, well, I was like, crazy person she, in Legion. I mean, yeah, that, that I feel like that's her. She's that always X-Men a little. Files, that X Men show on oh, FX. Okay. She's like uh, one of the personalities. Oh. Yeah, and as like a weirdo, like mm-hmm. mentally unstable person, she nails it. She's so good at that that I'm like, that's got to be a little bit how she is. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to have lunch with her. I was like, yeah. I mean, I kind of do, but also, you know, in a public place where you can very like, see pu- the exits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not giving it in a closed space, and you have a safe word. Yeah, and it was cool <laughs> to see lunch. Elizabeth Olsen as like, you know, I was like a young Olsen twins fan, so it was cool to see their little sister like 
acting. She's the younger of the twins. Yeah, right? she looks just like them. She looks like a healthier version of both of them. <laughs> um, it's like if they ate. Uh, well, yeah, she, Elizabeth Olsen actually. I've liked what she's done. You know, she in in some of the Avengers movies. She, uh, mm. She's had a little part, and she's done some interesting. She was on that that one indie film we covered several years ago about the cult, and I'm totally Stephen Hawks is in it, or Jonathan Hawks rather. And I'm to- mm. blanking on the name, but you're starting to see her become a really solid actress you know yeah. not, and also action star but then also capable of doing like this cool deep indie work yeah which i thought was really great i liked her i thought the whole cast i thought everyone nailed the kind of part they were playing it was great acting so you thought it was a decent movie just not for you yeah i mean like it's definitely got an audience i just am not it right <laughs> okay well fair enough i'm a baby <laughs> So, uh, all right, we want to talk about the uh, the last Dalai Lama. Yeah. So I um, let me bring this up on the good old uh, IMDb. I should say the last Dalai Lama question mark. <laughs> the last Dalai Lama. <laughs> um, there it is. The last. The last Dalai Lama. So this movie um, was directed by Mickey Lemley, Lemmy. Who he did a uh, documentary about the Dalai Lama back in uh, 1991, um, and he interviewed. Um, yeah, 1993 came out. Compassion and Exile: The Life of the 14th Dalai Lama. So that came mm. out in 1993, which I believe I saw. I barely remember it, but it was sort of showing. You know, <clears throat> kind of the history of the Dalai Lama. You know, became the Lama in, in as a child, obviously, because that's how they do it. And then China came over in like '59, whatever. Yeah, they in, invaded Tibet for their resources, and then he's been living in exile ever since then. So, this one um, is really interesting in a lot of ways because, so just to give you a little backstory, this is what the Tibetan Buddhism is. Um, He's the, re- the he's the fourteenth Dalai Lama because the Dalai Lama just keeps being reincarnated. That's their belief system, right? Yeah. So, um, do they go into how they pick? A little bit, but this kind of focuses on why there's a question mark. Is so the like number two, the Panchen Lama, I believe it's called. Um, the Chinese government <laughs> has been like, oh, we found the incarnation of him. Oh, on our side, you know. <laughs> so like we we have, but he's not dead yet, right? Well, no. The Panchen Lama is the is the, there's the Dalai Lama and the Panchen Lama, I believe. So he's like the number the the, the oh, VP. Okay. Let's basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the the Chinese government, then you have a the VP of Enlightenment, and a, uh, yeah, you, then Secretary, you have a, so of, Secretary Lamas. of Lama, yeah, <laughs> Department yeah. of Lama Defense, yeah, yeah. a Lama Pro Tem, yeah, exactly. Speaker of the Lamas, <laughs> uh, Viceroy Lama, yeah. Um, so. The Chinese government is is saying, um, because he's 80 years old, the Dalai Lama is 80, and he has so much global influence, obviously, yeah. that the Chinese government sees him as a threat, always has, and is like, we're going to have a hand in, in the next reincarnation. So the, the Chinese government's like, we want to pick the kid. He's trying to pick the Dalai Lama. And then Lama. this kid's mm-hmm. going to be like, yay, all you Buddhists, come back to Tibet and... We're all going to be communists. Or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like puppet llama. Yeah, you know, we found some new sacred scrolls, and look, they say communism is great. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh like, god. The ink still wet on these. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> we just reincarnated new ink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't so, question the llama. So that's yeah. how the I mean that's how the Chinese government rolls. Mm-hmm. And so there's part of this is this movie 
shows you kind when of... When they're not funding Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> well, they're doing that to distract you yes. from what's really going on. <laughs> from, the, the, their... from this movie coming out. Ooh, it was all planned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Kung Fu Yoga is amazing. Look at that tiger. Wait, they found a new Dalai Lama to reincarnate. <laughs> so it's... So there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie, um, but it's fascinating. I think if you... Obviously, if you've followed the Dalai Lama and know anything about him or that situation, it's very intriguing. That, that for me, I'm, I'm not a, a Dalai Lama scholar. I'm reading one of his books right now. But yeah, becoming enlightened. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't a, know. Is right? it working? I think so. How do I look? Yeah. Do I look enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes, you do. You look Thank very you. enlightened. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I have several of his books. They're fantastic, and his approach is amazing, and. So, but if you don't know much about him, I would also suggest because the the filmmaker does a great job of not assuming that you know anything. Do you know anything? Right. Oh, I love that. It brings you into the world. It brings. It's assuming you know who the Dalai Lama is. Yeah, right? not just in a very broad way. Yeah, basic sense. But not the llama under him. Yeah. <laughs> not the real llama. <laughs> um, so this goes. This goes deep llama. This goes. Right? This, yes. this goes. <laughs> this is like full OG llama. Yeah, it shows. It the movie starts with him going to his 80th birthday celebration in New York and the, this what that is it's not a party it's not like a velvet <laughs> yeah I know I was like it seems weird that he'd be going to like yeah. a party hey you know I'm the Dalai Lama he's Kanye's here bitches yeah exactly <laughs> peace on earth woo yeah Madonna would be there at of least of course Madonna yeah, for there. sure of course um, Richard Gere mm-hmm. uh, but they show him you know doing the whole ceremony and then they, they the director does the a birthday really, ceremony yeah it's, it's the Blessings and all of the uh-huh. stuff that he's done, that that he would do in, in this. I, I got to ask this though. This is a well, why New York? Why wouldn't they do it in Tibet? He does it all over the place. He does it all over. Oh, the he place. does like they, he t- it's like spins the year or something going around. Yeah, I think it was oh, his interesting. new life celebration or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but they but they the director does a great job of cutting. But mainly there's there's current interview footage from the last couple of years. But he does intercut from the first film, so you see oh, like cool. what he said in the nineties. And then there is an interview with George Bush. So this is a sequel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it's like a documentary, like a... Like a follow-up. Yeah, here's where we are mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And the interview with George Bush was fantastic. Was it old? Or no. Is it, no, it's like recent. Recently. Because he was the first American president to publicly recognize the Dalai Lama. Really? Oh, wait. Is this first George Bush or George W.? George W. Wow. I didn't realize that. First president to do it. They, but everyone talked back channel mm-hmm. to him, but that was a ruffling. You're ruffling China's feathers if you do that. And George Bush, in his <laughs> fantastic, you know, it's him. So there's part of you going, oh God, wow. <sighs> well, remember when we thought he was really dumb? <laughs> um, so when he was uh, uh, unqualified to be president, when he was the most unqualified, was... and now he's the fucking he, he, looks like Abraham now he's this, Lincoln. Yeah, the he looks like Albert Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so there's really fantastic stuff, and it's a really, it's a really cool movie, and it, it, it shows his principles and his teaching, and you know what? It's worth watching because you got. I won't go into this part, but the, the Dalai Lama makes some sort of statements about what he thinks should happen when he passes away in terms of where they find his re, his, his reincarnation. So. 
Ooh. Not the Chinese mainland? Mm. No, <laughs> as it turns out. He's <laughs> not on board with that no, plan? No, it turns out he thinks it should happen somewhere else. Mm. So New York. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Soho. Has to be Soho. Probably at the UCB <laughs> Theater. Yeah. Because um, they're really good at improv. Um, so, yeah, it's fascinating. And if you don't know anything about Tibetan Buddhism, it's really cool. It's a great, if you're thinking, if you ever thought about Buddhism and enlightenment and just figuring out what that's, this is a good entry mm, into that. Nope. And, and then I would say, yeah. I want to see it. <laughs> well, if you're reading one of his books, Jessica, you absolutely should see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm interested. I saw him speak in the late 90s at um, at UCLA. Mm-hmm. And it was so fantastic. I mean, we did face paint. We were like, fucking lava! Yeah. <laughs> no, um, you had the birthday celebration. Yeah. Buddha bros. <laughs> Total Buddha bros. <laughs> uh, we got fucking hammered. It was awesome. Yep. We're brodists, man. We're <laughs> Oh God, that's Brutism. probably a real term. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, but no, it was it was to watch him speak live was amazing, and how much he's in the moment, and he and he talks a lot about, you know, people think, oh, he probably never gets angry. He's like, no, no, I I get angry, I get frustration, but I I work through it, and I, you, you know, it's it's his whole approach to dealing with those emotions and and all of that. So it's. It's, I love that. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a fantastic. It's like a movie. Vulcan. Yeah, it is. It is. And it shows. And <laughs> exactly it, the same. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's really like, you know, the embodiment of love and kindness and compassion. Mm. And, you know, there's an interview. And I've seen this interview multiple times or heard this multiple times from his his teacher was imprisoned by the Chinese and he, they asked him like, what was the toughest part about that? He said, the darkest moment as I had is I almost, almost lost compassion for the Chinese jailers. Wow. These guys that were beating and torturing him. He's like, I almost lost compassion for them. And I was like. I admire that. That is deep. Yeah. And that's why you're the Dalai Lama. And it, I, it was funny because I felt so kind of like I was, and I would recommend going and see this in the theater if it's available to you. It I gotta. Find, I want to leave here and w- go watch it. It's great because then when I left there, I felt like ugh, I was like back in the material world. Like I gotta check my phone. And I did gotta, it make you want to like visit Tibet? It makes me want to do the thing I've always wanted to do: is just check the fuck out. Oh right. yeah, throw your phone in a trash and just go into the woods. Just yeah. go find a beach somewhere. Every day of my life, it. I'm like, yeah. today could be the day. And then I get a notification and I'm like, oh, who's tweeting at me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. an addict. Tick, 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 tick. I know, yeah. I really I really feel like that. Because he probably doesn't have a cell phone. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could, it's, it's could maintain such compassion and regularly check the internet. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's no part. Way. That's what does it for me. I'm the kindest person when I'm not getting on the internet yeah. as much, and then I like, I don't know how to process this. Yeah, it's too much. Cyber yeah. fury. Well, it's it's. I mean, he talks about like and why it's so powerful what he's doing because, you know, he's bringing this this seriously old world, literally coming down from a goddamn monastery on a mountain where you pray yeah. all day. And meditate and get your mind clear oh, to come dream. into this chaotic world. Exactly. Isn't that the dream? Like, I think about that. That's always been my sort of exit, is I always picture myself just in some. On a mountain. Meditating until I just ascend into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> like, goodbye, cruel world. And not deal with any of this. Yeah. It's, it's pretty brutal, you know? Yeah. The human race is an awful place. 
Well, it's like trying to respond to things with love now is like people are like, that's not enough. And you're like, I'm doing my best. I know. Yeah. I know. You respond this with love. This is all the and... compassion I have. Yeah. This is... People are like, there's no time for that, stupid. And you're like, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry you're going through a tough time. Fuck you. It's your yeah. fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a Facebook update. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just the constant... Barrage. Of, of everything. I'll tell you, that's, that's one thing I will tell you. As, as a parent, that's one of the things that worries uh, my wife and I is because the internet is such an unsafe place. As, yeah. As kids are younger and they're growing up, you know, they, they have to have their devices and mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, you can only block so much uh, to the point. Scary. But, you know, they, they do get exposed to stuff. And it, it's getting worse every day. Like, the, the internet is not self-policing. <laughs> No. It's the opposite of that. The so. internet just shows you the worst part of humanity. Right. And you're like, oh, yep, we are all humans. You see yeah. some nice stuff. I mean, you see some compassion. You see some people trying to do the right thing. You yeah. see some people. You do see that. That is out there. You have mm-hmm. to take, because it has everything. The internet represents everything. Yeah. Right. So it's good and bad. But then you see, like, whatever. But there are no filters. There's like, nope. you know, that's one of the places we always talk about studios and stuff. Um, like, no, we could use more filters on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> To be able to uh, block stuff out, and especially social media is where, uh, like, like you know, there are tools and stuff for parents to block the stuff out. But you, the, you know, you it, it's like so an much. ocean. You know, yeah. you can't block everything. There, it'll it'll get in one way or the it's other. It's like going to the so. beach and like you can minimize the amount of sand. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna bring back to your car, but right. there's gonna there's be gonna some. Be some. There's, there's gonna, gonna be some to at be the some. end for sure. Yeah. You put on a life jacket, so. but you can't. A life jacket won't stop a shark. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. So I recommend seeing it, and I recommend trying to, uh, you know, get yourself to the highest uh, level of uh, human evolution that you can, and you can't do that if you're. Uh, well, that's it. I'm deleting my Twitter. If you're drunk and high and you're on the internet, you can't do it. You know, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, mother. I, I think. <laughs> I think the closer Close. we get to being pure energy, I think the better we'll all be. Yeah. Yay. You know, we need to. We need to just get rid of these bodies. It's ridiculous. Hey, man. If all I did was like meditate and surf and do <laughs> yoga and and help the poor, I would. My life would be perfect. Yeah. Oh, what a luxury that would be. Yeah. I'm going to have it soon. <laughs> That's my goal. Because America's going to collapse, surfing. so yeah. I'm going to move to a, somewhere else. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Tibet. Let's move this whole studio to Tibet. Yeah, to Tibet. You know, all, you know, all Tibet comedy. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not making a podcast network, yes. Chris. You didn't hear what I said. All we're not bringing Tibet. a fucking chain of comedy clubs through Tibet. Oh, we'll live stream it and go oh, to say that now, but that's oh, how you, you know. No, you do not you bring capitalism. Comedy enlightenment. Oh, God, you're fucking. Hashtag Buddha. Worst. Oh, maybe Coca Cola will be a sponsor. Yes, no, no, you're fucking horrifying. Oh, no, Dr. Pepper. Oh, God damn it. I got to get out of here. End this fucking show. Hot shot first. Stop it. Stop recording. <laughs> So, um, so right. speaking of uh, <laughs> commerce, we have a Patreon hey! subscriber. <laughs> Yay! People helping um, people. Yes. Uh, oh, what a wonderful way to look at it. We, we want to thank you guys. Speaking of what's good on the internet, yes. is uh, you guys supporting the show is a good thing, and we thank you for it. And uh, still plenty of tears left to donate if you haven't yet. And, I thought um, you meant tears literally. Yeah, like, like tears. Like, yes. I can donate tears all day. <laughs> I have so many of those lately. Yeah. I can... If those would help people, I would be the biggest contributor to oh everything. Oh, my God. I would have the most amount of <laughs> tears you could imagine. So we want to uh, thank our uh, ad tier sponsor, Frightfully Uninformed. It's a podcast that watches mostly classic horror movies to figure out horror movie fandom. Frightfullyuninformed.com. We want to thank you. That's the $50 ad tier. We will mention your uh, product, service, and website 
Uh, every single show for the $50 tier. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some trailers now. Should we? I think we should. Oh, because oh, you know what? We, we wanted to, I saw Kidnap, but we're going to talk about that on the oh, uh, spoiler because you guys... most of the things I want to talk about are at the end. So yes. uh, I, I don't want to talk Kidnap about it Kidnap spoiler up is yeah. coming out this week. Yes. And uh, I, I think I had a, uh, a different reaction than you did on the film. So we're going to be talking Ooh. a lot about it on uh, Sounds on like Chris didn't mess with the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> I was not quite as impressed with the, with the tomfoolery of, uh, of the kidnap. Uh, uh, but oh, a couple God. real quick trivia. I just want to live in a minivan and rescue kids from awful people. Oh, my God. Me too. Oh, so, oh my God. So you it's guys want to dream be, a conversion van. So, so you guys want to be the Scooby-Doo? Uh, Without monsters, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just mean people. Yeah, yeah. Just, I can handle mean people, but not zombies. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, well, see, with the mask, they always pull it off at the end. Mr. Like, You're Jenkins. just a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> you got me, kids. <laughs> You're just a pervert. Why are they <laughs> just a redneck? There were more perverts. You're just perverts. into human trafficking. Yeah. Oh. You're just, never mind. Oh, Sheriff, you got here just in time. So kidnap so, spoiler up, guys. So kidnap spoiler. Get up. ready yeah. for that. It was initially going to be released on October 9th, twenty fifteen, uh, mm. but was pushed back five times due to the studio going bankrupt. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's always helpful for a film. Nevertheless, they mm. persisted. They- <laughs> They're like, this we is going to be our ticket out, out of yeah. bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah, this is going to change lives. This movie, <laughs> Halle Berry chasing down a kid in a minivan. Yeah, with a ten million dollar budget, this will save the studio. <laughs> this what is our unicorn. What, what, yeah. <laughs> what if this movie does like a billion dollars right, worldwide? Like, oh, we declared bankruptcy too soon. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> we should have released it. In 2015. <laughs> Damn it. Could have saved the studio. So um, let's talk about some trailers. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Mm. I got to tell you, I <laughs> I thought I wouldn't be on board with this movie, but it looks like it's a fun action movie with two people I like, Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. Uh, now, again, I could be being fooled by the trailer because it, it looks like it, it is, uh, it's a fun action comedy. It really felt like a lethal weapon to me. So I really felt like this could hmm. be really um, fun. Now I'm hoping I didn't, you know, I didn't get trailer fooled, <laughs> and the movie is like a number one watchable mess. But uh, you know, it's got you know Ryan Reynolds. It's mm. got the sound effects from all the Bourne movies. It's got <laughs> you know every time. Thank someone... God they, they cracked into that sound effects library. <laughs> yeah, every punch is too loud. It's great. Oh, uh, that's so the best. <laughs> I watched that trailer and was kind of like, now maybe I'm still. Hopefully, I'm still in the glow of the doll of his of his holiness, the Dalai Lama. It's too violent. Like, oh, too violent. So I yeah. was like, yeah, I just Samuel Jackson like. You know, because one of the problems too, motherfucker, like yeah, we have a dearth of good action movies. Like I want to see this genre reborn. I mean, you know, Atomic Blonde was okay, but it didn't quite get there. Like it had some good action in it, but like the movie itself wasn't plot wise. It's like Mm, it's like really a list of double agents still. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're worried about. Uh, So, um, so but this this movie, it looked like it kind of like is. You know, kind of almost playing homage to those buddy cop <laughs> action comedy movies. So I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping it's good. Jessica, what did you think when you saw that? When you watched that trailer? What, um, where do you, like where do you come in on well, that trailer and also just like action movies in general? Are you like you love? I them, like a good a action movie. Um, I I am not one to take them too seriously. So it's like hot guy 
making silly jokes and explosions, yeah, no, it's giving me what I want. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be like, I didn't buy that this was a real, like, I don't care. But I mm-hmm. feel like there are some people who really want. Had some good explosions. In, yeah, good good explosions, a lot mm-hmm. of a little witty banter. I liked mm-hmm. that. Um, I would probably watch anything with Ryan Reynolds, if I'm being honest. He could just mm-hmm. be singing on a mountain to a pile of, music. of poop. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, it's it's not bad. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm a fair person, but I always love Samuel L. Jackson. His like mm-hmm. anytime he's playing like a badass, it uh-huh. never disappoints me. Right. So and and I I just kind of like the idea of it's a, a hitman who needs a bodyguard. That's kind of that's kind of hilarious. Yeah, that it's like a, how good of a hitman are you really? Right. <laughs> so uh, I'm reserving judgment for it. I think it looks uh, I think it looks okay. So I'm hoping it's good. Uh, the next movie, The Monster Project. Now this is another found footage movie Ugh. about uh, a bunch of um, young adults who decide to make their own show and. They're making a show about monsters, but they're like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we did got real monsters in the show? Well, what they're doing, so and this is all in the trailer, so we're yeah. not, I'm not giving anything away. So this, mm-hmm. it starts out, he dresses like a, a, like a monster, monster yeah. and they do some videos and they go yeah. viral, and he's right. like, maybe we should, like, let's make some more bank on this. And then, so they allude to the fact, like, oh, we're going to start interviewing people, and we won't tell them it's fake, and then, the, you know, the stuff is like... What if there are? But then the trailer shows you everything. Shows you, yeah, it's shows like, the whole thing. So yeah, okay. people who become fucking vampires and they're trapped right. in a house with real monsters. Yeah, right. none so, of that made me like, ooh, I wonder what else could happen. Right, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, I was like, I get you it. You just saw three quarters of the movie. The only thing that they didn't show you is which dumb crew member gets killed. Yeah, in order. <laughs> and yeah. it looked really cheesy to me. And I'm easily scared. I'm not mm-hmm. very pretentious about horror movies either I'm just like it's all terrifying but I was like and this just, seems like a bunch of bad actors from an acting class being like let's make a spooky movie yes. <laughs> bah, do weird lighting things it does feel that way oh, and back the, rubs the found between fo- takes the, fa- <laughs> the found footage uh, it's I'll tell you, I know they're popular and they make money, these found footage movies, but I was over them five years ago, at yeah. least. I, I don't need any more found it's footage a, movies. If you Ugh. just told me that premise, I'd go, that sounds cool. But then if you show me the entire goddamn film in three right. minutes, then what do I need to watch this Wouldn't it be interesting for? if it was like, uh, like if I it set it. up a mystery, like, well, maybe, maybe they did find an actual monster by mistake, but you don't know? Like, yeah. hey, that might be an interesting, intriguing trailer. Instead of showing me three quarters of the film, yeah, just show mm-hmm. me the girl. Like, is she a vampire? Oh no, mm-hmm. she is. We see her teeth and blood, and she's right. killing people. And, and yeah, she's jumping out. Yeah, jumping at the camera. So, yeah. Uh, now I wonder what sets the monsters off because really they just showed up to be interviewed. You know, so <laughs> maybe I they didn't what get happens. cast. Yeah, something about makeup. <laughs> I don't know. You're too fat of a monster. We need younger, hotter yeah. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Grab service suck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so there's the Monster Project. Now, um, Jessica, what kind of movies do you like? Like, you you said you liked kind of like, uh, you like comedies. I like silly mm-hmm. comedies. I'm a big fan of like slapstick mm-hmm. comedy. Like Mel, old slapstick? Mel Brooksy. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. just like, uh, yeah, I like silly humor. Like, anytime mm-hmm. I... I I've tried to write any type of screenplay, and I'm not like I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like hmm, my screenplays, but like <laughs> my go-to stuff is you always can. very. Well, I know, but it's like, have I finished one? Technically, no. <laughs> um, uh, I just my my go-to thing. I'll laugh at any silly thing. Dad mm-hmm. jokes never get old to me. People falling down. I mean, mm-hmm. like Walk This Way and Young Frankenstein will always be hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I like. Do you go silly back things. to old school stuff like Marx Brothers? 
Uh, a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I, I just, I, I enjoy smart humor. I like to watch like smart stand-up comedians, but sometimes with movies, I'm like, I just want some to see something like dumb and silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my go-to. What's one of your favorite films of all time? Um, I mean, I feel like I've said them all because uh, I have so few movies. Um, <laughs> I love Young Frankenstein. Tommy Boy, I thought was really funny. Um, that was from my childhood. When I was little, I thought I would marry Chris Farley. I was like, he's the man of my dreams. Oh, man. He's so funny. Um, were you bummed out when he died? So bummed out. Yeah. Like, I sh- was How too- old were you when he died? Nine. Oh. And I was too young to have been crying about a celebrity death, but I was like, ah, my whole life, because he had so many funny movies. I mean, to- but it's like, how would half of those even measure up now that I'm an adult? Probably not. When I was nine, it was just like, ah, a fat man dancing or whatever. Right. And it's mm-hmm. stupid. But, uh... Yeah, I like silly, silly comedies. I love a lot of like like the 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 movies where like Ben Stiller is a character, like a mean character. Like it's, mm-hmm. they never get old to me. Dodge Will Ferrell yelling will never get old to me. Like mm-hmm. I'm, it's easy to make like that, that's just when they go like a stock standard box office like comedy. I'm like, well, I'm your target audience. <laughs> <laughs> I should be like, as a comedian, people expect you to be more pretentious, but I'm like, no. <laughs> I like it silly. I like the classics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into uh, the DVDs and it. Blu-rays. Alien Covenant. Now, I will say, I think uh-huh. I liked this movie more than you did. This movie made you angry, if I remember. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I was a bit more forgiving on it, I think because I had such low expectations after Prometheus, because I thought that movie was such a mess. Right. Yeah. Um, like, uh... I thought this was more of a... Uh, a kind of return to form of the classic Alien movies. Uh, however, um, it wasn't perfect, but I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than than you did. That is the most <laughs> kind, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, you're channeling the Dalai you're beautiful Lama. on the inside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thing that I've heard about that movie. And God bless you, Chris. God bless you. I'm trying to find the inner Dalai Lama. You are, dude. You know, in the movie reviews. That description did it. <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 I wish I could ascend to yeah. that level when <laughs> describing this movie. Because <laughs> I literally thought it was a The one thing that I really was uh, upset about, though, <laughs> is that uh, Ridley Scott killed the... Um, remember we had Scott Tipton on, one of the comic mm-hmm. book writers. Uh, Ridley Scott put the gabage on an already written crossover of Aliens and Star Trek Next Generation. What? Because it went on hold for... Uh, um, that the comic book miniseries because really Scott didn't want any other alien products released during the movie. So because uh. when Scott said that, and I was like, "Well, what happened? What's going on with the series? I really want to read it." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, here's what happened." <laughs> well, that was their last chance to involve me in the alien franchise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but how how cool does that sound? Star Trek Next Generation cast. That would be great. And, uh, and the alien universe. That'd be amazing. So. Um, and then the next uh, movie is Everything, Everything. This is based on a book, kind of like a boy in the bubble, but it's with a girl. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So that's, you know, she can't go out. She can't do anything. And then, but, you know, she falls for a boy. She sees outside her window. I know. Oh, wow. And, and it's based on a book. And my daughter's a tween, and she loved the book. So it, it's, uh, um, it was one of those young adult 
uh, properties that none of us would ever imagine existed unless you have a tween daughter. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I was going to be like, I haven't heard yeah. of well, this. Well, the, the trailer looked cool to me, and it looked like, yeah. you know, that, again, that age group would love it. It had a $10 million budget. It did, like, over... Done over thirty-five million dollars. Yeah, so it's a it's a success. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's the who's starring in it, and and the storyline is really it's, it looks interesting. It's smart to keep a you know a budget like that just in the lower range, you know, right. because you know you have you do have a limited audience, but that audience will come out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the opposite of that philosophy is Dark Tower. You know, <laughs> spend a ton of money on a on a, a horrible adaptation, and not even the fans will come out. Yeah, the thing that yeah. <laughs> you did this to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a great adaptation. It was like, here's ten thousand pages of source material. Pick ninety pages at random, and, uh, and make the movie. So <laughs> nice. So uh, anyway, and then uh, uh, on the site spotlight and the fan feedback. Now I'm really excited about this, guys. Today, the first episode of Conversations from the Abyss drops. Yeah, so it is out. Uh, hundreds of you. I already checked this. These stats. Hundreds of you have already listened to it. Uh, it just dropped, and uh, I want—I really want you guys to go into iTunes, uh, leave reviews so it can start tracking, and uh, listen to it. They're short. They're only going to be about 15 to 20 minutes each. They're going to drop um, twice a month, and this first one is called The Devil You Don't Know. It's about a single mom who tries to sell her soul to the devil, but the devil is reluctant to buy it. Oh, it sounds so, like my mother. And they're all, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're all weird Twilight zone conversations. <laughs> so you've tried to sell your soul to your mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. I'm just yeah. trying to see where you're coming from. No, I feel like my so. mom would definitely try to sell her soul to the devil, and he'd be like, we're full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so please. I can't get anything right I tried to sell my soul to the devil and he didn't even want no one respects me oh great thanks mom <laughs> um, so check it out it's on iTunes conversations from the abyss it's great guys I was in a couple uh, yes I did one with Janet Varney that was really cool yeah that's gonna be oh, really awesome. fun um, and uh, yeah the was... one you did with uh, Hal Lublin and Mark Agliardi Dave, yes. Dave just finished cutting it together so I'm, I'm gonna listen to it when we get home he goes even he put a note I really like this it's, one it's, like, uh, <laughs> it's really cool man you wrote some excellent scripts and it was cool. really it's a, it's a whole new type of uh, thing to do with this medium so it was really it's really awesome um, fan feedback and the comment section of YouTube uh, Dreamtime Films which is also uh, that's Frank Pulaski the third mm. uh, he wrote fun fact uh, we were talking about Glass Castle and he goes fun yes. fact the director of Glass Castle Destin Daniel Crenton. 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 Thank I you. I went to film school with him. Really? Ooh. He, was State, yeah. he oh. was a grad student when I was a regular student. Nice. <laughs> was film your major at San Diego yes. State? Mm-hmm. The wow. Aztecs? Yes. Nice. Don't don't steal our mascot. <laughs> don't take it away, please. <laughs> when I played lacrosse at the University of Arizona, we played San Diego State and USD. Nobody gives a shit. Did you play Aaron? Yeah. Oh, you played lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. Thank you. You look like you played the cross. <laughs> what is that? I look like some rich white kid from the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. With, with, what were you saying about the feedback? With, uh, with thick calves. <laughs> with thick calves. <laughs> Thanks for noticing my calves, Chris. Didn't think that was going to happen today. The lacrosse calves. You know, you Big shout them. out to lacrosse calves yes. today, gang. <laughs> Hashtag lacrosse calves. A lot of... Lot of lo- <laughs> <laughs> lax calves. Yeah. That's what, so everything was lax. Um, yeah. Dolly lacrosse calves. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lacrosse fans, I'm sure, listen to this show. <laughs> um, but anyway, fun fact the director of Glass Castle 
What's his name again, Aaron? Destin Daniel Cretton. Was born and raised in Maui until he went to school in California at age 19. Ooh. Hope the movie is good. I would love to see more Hawaiian filmmakers make it big. He's Aww. already he's already done some great stuff. He's won short film awards at Sundance, and uh, he sold the documentary when he was in college. Sold the documentary to HBO. Like he's wow. He's got an amazing track record. He's gonna go go far. That's he's gonna awesome. go places. Good for him. Yeah. God. All right. Good did, for him. Yeah, he did uh, short term twelve mm-hmm. before this. I don't know if you guys saw that. I have not. No, not seen the, the short film of that one at San, one at Sundance. Wow. And then he made a feature out of it. What are his cabs like? Yeah. Did, I mean, did you play he's a thinner fit. guy. He's a thinner yeah. guy. He, focus, he focused on film. Yeah. So. yeah. He's got a film bod. He lane. Yeah. He's got yeah. a film body. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Dreamtime Films, uh, a.k.a. Frank Pulaski. Also, uh, give Frank a shout out on any of his social media because he's the one cutting up the YouTube. He is. He's doing an amazing doing job, an amazing too. Job. What a guy. Make Frank. me look thin, Frank. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not a miracle worker. <laughs> Frank, who I've met on the beautiful island of Maui. Getting around all the copyright notifications God. we're getting by using clips. He's been doing great. He is fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a bunch of other great uh, comments on the YouTube, so check it out. Uh, Lady at Giggles wrote, I actually thought the starter pistol situation, this is talking about Detroit, the conversation yes. you and Mike mm-hmm. had about Detroit, was Hollywoodized because none of the surviving suspects in real life said uh, that the fake shot at the police. They the real case made it sound like cops and National Guard had be had a gun go off and they went to the nearest place, which was the motel. The way it started seemed fishy. Interesting. Oh, comment. interesting. I'd yeah. love to know more mm. about that. I'll tell you. But it's it felt that, real to you when you watched Detroit with this. That that, that did because it uh, because he fired it off multiple times mm. to kind of prove a point. Uh, and then if you fire a gun off multiple times, it's much easier to triangulate where it's coming from. So that's when they descended mm. on the hotel. That felt a little real to me, but again, you know the the commenter makes up brings up a good point. A lot of it is still in dispute, like what actually happened, and you know the pistol was never found, and you know it's will we ever know the hundred percent truth? Who knows? Right. Mm -hmm. Another comment from Katie Price: Looking good, Mike shit. Putting that Mike Mike shit. (laughs) Looking good, (laughs) looking good, Mike Schmidt. Uh, Putting that T-shirt back in a regular rotation was a good call. Shout out to Mike Schmidt's T-shirt, everybody. Yes. <laughs> so those are our comments on the YouTube page, guys. Go to the YouTube and uh, subscribe. And uh, we're over 500 subscribers. Excellent. Yay. Isn't that fancy pants? That is. It is. Closer to 1,000. Yeah, shit. Woo. Halfway to 1,500. <laughs> or a third of the way to 1,500. Math is fun. And <laughs> so, premiering this week, uh, The Hitman's Bodyguard. So you're so, going to see this. I, I know because the movie <laughs> also coming out has got me much more excited. Uh, Logan Lucky. This is the the heist movie. Oh, right. With uh, Daniel Craig as a, uh, mm. as a hillbilly. Yeah. Oh, what? my God. So right. funny. Miss? Can you go? Just that, that one scene when he goes... I am incarcerated. <laughs> Hilarious. Like, uh, it looks like a Coen Brothers movie without the Coen Brothers director. I want to cast. Like, who directed this one, Aaron? Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I want to direct a movie and I want all British actors to do bad American accents and I want a bunch of American act- actors to do bad British accents. I'm that available. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I can stop brushing my teeth now. Yes. Too offensive? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love British people. Oh, I thought that was the hillbilly one. Oh. Yeah. Either, Either one. way. Yeah. Either way. Whatever. I'm desperate for work. I need a credit. <laughs> 
So all right, it looks I, really funny. Logan Lucky looks funny. Adam Driver looks funny in yeah. it. Uh, Channing Tatum. They all look really Channing funny. Channing Tatum. Hello. Hey, Daddy. I wouldn't brush his teeth. Wait. Yeah, that's wait, wait no, that's, hello? Hello? How are his calves? <laughs> oh, so. God. They'd kill all of us. <laughs> I'd make love to his calves. <laughs> Me too. Just his calves. Just his right Channing Tatum calf. Yeah. Just hold on to it and <laughs> never let sweet, go. Sweet calf lacks love. <laughs> 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 I just pictured that, and now I don't want to. It's really off Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, I feel ill. I don't feel good about it. I don't like myself right Sorry. now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you that's know, our that's show. our show. We're done. That's it. Yay. I mean, not yet. We're done. <laughs> yeah. You can say Yay, it. what a great show, yeah. though. Oh, all right. So, so Jessica, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, at JMS Comedy. Search and for Reddit, that. And Reddit, right? And you'll, yeah, oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> Just I'm, trashing comics. Who are I have on. a fake name, and I only trash you. Thank I you. Following thank you. you oh, my around God, Reddit. thank you. That's oh. so sweet. I posted one thing to Reddit like two years ago, and then I remembered, and I took it down, because I was like, why did I post something on here? I don't know how it works. But at JMS Comedy. If you Google that, you'll find my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it. And I have a podcast, Ignorance is Blessed. And guys, if you follow at Comedy Film Nerds on any of the social medias, we will obviously tag her in the post about this episode. So if yes. you want to start following her, that's a great way to do that. Yay. Those are all cool ways to support the show and comics you like on the show and all that other stuff. Yep. You know, cool. follows, likes, reviews, all of those things help. You know, um, obviously check out the Patreon if you can. But like like Graham said, there's free ways to help the show too. Yeah, Patreon. We put we put the full video of this on the Patreon. We put um, bonus audio, all this business. Mm-hmm. So it's good stuff. Check it out. All right, thank you so much, uh, Jessica. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Good. I'm glad you were able to do it. Um, thank you to Brenton for doing the social media at ATC and Aaron Brungart on the ones and twos. On the sweet studio setup, and everybody here at All Things Comedy. Going on his honeymoon soon, Aaron. Oh, where are you going? Oh, congrats. Uh, Paris, London, and various Italy. Well, I hate you. That's going to be so fun. That'll Uh, be great. Italy's my favorite. That'll be so great. Oh, it's country hopping. All right, Graham, he's never go. coming back. Okay, I can come. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, sweet. I'll be. I I won't make it in the way. You guys will be great. So roll away, back. You won't even (laughs) notice I'm there. You won't even notice I'm there. It'll be awesome. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that is our show. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you so much for for listening and, and enjoying supporting. it, supporting us, and um, and not being dicks. Thanks yeah, for not yeah. being dicks on Reddit or anywhere else. Thanks for being yeah, cool, so you <laughs> jerks. Yeah. So <laughs> so nice work, everybody. Nice work, everybody. <laughs> My name is Graham Elwood, and I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember Han, Han shot, shot first. Reddit lacrosse legs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>